What is up, beautiful people, and welcome back to a new episode of the Connect podcast. This is the platform that explores stories of purposeful life lived across and in between cultures and celebrating our common existence and humanity. I am your host, Ghali, and every single week I'll come on here to speak to you guys about some life things or sit down with a guest to speak about things like identity, culture, lifestyle, and purpose. On this week's episode, you guys are going to be stepping into my overthinking mind and finding out what's been on it lately and why 2021 hasn't actually been as smooth as I had expected it to be. And I know I'm not the only one. We're going through it. So we're going to be talking about burnout, people having access to you, boundaries, good God, yes, boundaries please and I'm a year older not much wiser (laughs) but what I do know is that we are incredible beings that sometimes stand in our own way and that we can help each other sort of get past the obstacles that hold us back from fulfilling the best versions of ourselves So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and find comfort where I am stumbling. (laughs) So it was my 28th birthday a few days ago. So yay, happy birthday to me. (laughs) I'm really out here showing my age for free. But with that came, of course, reflections. Even if you're not much of a birthday person like myself, I feel like there are certain moments in your life that will have you thinking about life, man. I feel like leading up to New Year's is one of those times. Losing people we care about can do that to us. Um, People having kids, getting married, just big life moments can really have us all sitting back and just observing the world around us and thinking about our own lives. Now, I don't quite remember if I've ever spoken about resigning from a job on the podcast. I may have mentioned it in passing, but ladies and gentlemen, I choose peace of mind over everything. And yes, to some resigning from a job that is heavy on your mental health is not a smart move. However, for me, it makes all the sense in the world. I know that This world that we live in has sort of made the mainstream class of thought that we should all be stuck in a nine-to-five that sucks the life out of us. But I don't agree. And it took me a really long time to make peace with this idea that it's okay to pivot and change because it always felt as if doing so, going against your own plans of sort, giving into things, not working out, would be a sign of failure. However, what I began realizing is that it's not a failure at all. If anything, it's a learning learning lesson. In the book, The Power of Now, it talks about leaving places that you don't want to be any longer, that any action is better than inaction. And basically, if you mess up, at least you learn something, but we learn nothing by doing nothing. I'm not a fan of complaining. I feel like we all have enough 
a power to change our circumstances. And so if you feel that things aren't working out or you feel like you want to change your path, you should feel free to do so without any sort of anxiety, doubt, regret. Now, back to the story about me resigning. The interesting thing is that the job that I was doing at the time was one that I actually enjoyed very much. Like the actual crux of what it was about, the people that I was working with, um, what I was working on, were all things that left me really excited and lit that fire inside of me, so to speak. However, the structure in which I worked in was not conducive to a good work-life balance, so to speak, um, and to minimal stress. So after sleeping on it for some months, because of course, like I don't, I'm not impulsive, I left. Now, this is the part that I don't advise when people are not too happy with their jobs. Please don't quit or resign without a game plan, because my game plan was my brain. <laughs> I've not been much of a strategist in my life, and that's not the way my mind is set up. And as much as it worked out, I guess, um, I think that it would have been much easier if I had a strategy or, or a game plan before I exited. When it's time for you to quit, um, or it's time for you to get into other things, do it, because ain't nobody got the time to waste on just being stuck in a rut. Man, life is too short. Another thing that's been on my mind lately is people having access to you. I'm not a particular fan of people right now. Like, I'm tired, guys. I feel like I'm finally hitting what is known as pandemic fatigue. And just sidebar, have you guys realized that we have like a term for everything in English? Like, there is no need for us to call it pandemic fatigue. You know what I mean? But here we are. I'm experiencing it for the first time in the past year. And it's also coming at a time where work-wise, it's really um, it's really challenging, but in the best way. I feel like I'm growing and learning, and there's so much that I'm doing. And I've wanted this sort of challenge for a really long time. However, along with all of this Rona, um, it's just getting to be a lot. So what I've been doing is I've been hiding from people. Like, we've really out here like Casper the Ghost for real. I never quite understood it when some of my friends would have their phone on airplane mode or be like out of, you don't even know where they've gone to, you know, and you wouldn't be able to reach them for days, months, maybe even. (laughs) I never understood because to me, it was like, what do you mean your phone is off? And It's so funny because like I'll see memes online now about, you know, if you're the type of person that turns your phone off uh, before you go to bed or you have it on airplane mode, you're like this or like that. And damn, I get it. You know, I didn't get it before, but I've seen the light. Trust and believe that. It's, It's something that for a very long time was very foreign to me because it's pretty easy to reach me. Like my phone is never off. Um, It's more or less always somewhere close by. If I get a call, I pick it up. 
if there's a message or an email, I'll try to reply to it as quickly as possible. But nowadays, it's just like I feel that the more that we exist virtually and we're always online, um, it's almost as if people expect you to be available or to pick up the video call because you're working from home. You're connected to the internet. Yes, you see my messages. But how about if I don't want to reply to messages right now? That should be okay too, right? Without like causing offense or an absolute ruckus in your friendships. And it doesn't mean that I won't reply your messages forever. It just means that I won't reply it right now. Connection has become digital. And honestly, at this point, if it's not important, if it ain't a must, I'm out. Like, that is the person I've become. And I don't know if that will continue once we're able to go back to work in offices or when socializing is less frowned upon and things like that. But it's just, I understand now that the people that I've heard who are like, not everyone deserves access to you. I get that now because energy is real. I don't think people realize how much technology takes us out of just like a balanced energy or being in our present state. And if we can't be present, then honestly, the way in which we know ourselves or envision our futures is in serious jeopardy because it can't be tied to things outside of us or be influenced by things outside of us. To be existing in the present relieves us of dwelling on the past and the future and that in turn relieves us of regret and bitterness and anxiety and stress. I know that it's been a really tough time for a lot of people and I also know that A lot of the times we tend to want to bypass uncomfortable, painful feelings or we want to make peace with them forcefully just to let let it all go and get over it. However, that seldom leads to peace. Us being able to drown out all of the noise, all of the connectivity and really be able to reflect on what's going on in our lives and what's going on within us and accepting the moments that we're in as they present themselves That leads to real inner peace because you are in acceptance of your current reality, not what you wanted it to be, not what you expected it to be, not what you thought it to be, but rather raw reality. And it reminds me of this quote by Eckhart Tolle that I actually always keep near me. And it goes a little something like this. Don't look for peace. Don't look for any other state than the one you are in now. Otherwise, you will set up inner conflict and unconscious resistance. Forgive yourself for not being at peace. The moment you completely accept your non-peace, your non-peace becomes transmuted into peace. Anything you accept fully will get you there, will take you into peace. This is the miracle of surrender. And this brings me on to boundaries, ladies and gentlemen. Having boundaries is the greatest form of self-love and one of the greatest forms of you sharing respect and honoring other people in a very honest way. You see, think about how you have have felt at a time where 
you didn't set boundaries with people or someone may have even crossed your boundaries. I'm pretty sure that there were feelings of violation, feelings of mistrust, feelings of resentment even. And it is truly an act of courage to tell people, this is where I want you to meet me. This is what I accept and this is what I don't accept. Even when it comes at a cost of disappointing them, sometimes even losing them. But when you weigh it out in the greater good of yourself, it is the greatest act of truly honoring who you are. Now, boundaries have been something that I thought that I was getting a much better hang of at being able to vocalize them, that is. But in the past couple of months where I've been a lot busier with work, a lot of projects that I'm now managing and I'm finding myself weighing the responsibilities of the job against my boundaries and excusing taking meetings really late at night because of time zones or having to stop what I've planned to do in order to quickly do something that my client has sent me last minute. As much as everybody else ends up really happy um, and gets everything that they want, I'm putting myself at a disservice and I'm stressing myself out um, because I'm not utilizing my time the way that I've planned and been intentional about wanting to or the way that I've managed it and it feels like losing control in many ways. Um, and a lot of that boils down to the fact that I haven't voiced my boundaries or even if I haven't voiced them, I haven't said I can't make that meeting at that time or just simply saying no. So boundaries very much is interlinked with people having access to you. So now because I do take a bit longer to reply to messages because I'm not near my phone or I'm not available as much anymore. It has given me a buffer of sorts to be able to take a minute to breathe and actually evaluate if what I'm, I'm, I'm responding to is something that I have energy for or the capacity for it at this very moment and act accordingly. It also gives me like a moment to have a bit of a conversation with me, myself and I inside my mind and be like, okay, guys, are we saying yes or no to this and weighing that out? To a lot of people, that comes very easy. I know people who, if it's a no, it's a no. Like, they don't feel any two types of ways. Um, but for me, it takes a bit longer. Because, friends, let's be honest, we are only just one human being. It does not make you a bad person for saying no, for not being able to help someone at this very moment. And I feel like, one, people are often okay with hearing a no and appreciate the honesty and it's not something that is found upon um, and two if it is someone that you have some sort of a relationship with where they're used to you being there for them all the time or saying yes a lot it sometimes can be helpful to actually paint a picture for them and be like you know what this is what I've got on my plate right now so unfortunately it's a no for now but I'll let you know when I get time or I'll get back to you in a couple of hours or tomorrow morning or whatever it may be you know and for the people that you know truly care about you um, the people that are the closest to you even like work colleagues they'll probably understand because we're all you know going through it on different levels this idea of having to be productive and having to be on the ball and always doing something all the time is really detrimental 
to us all, I ain't doing that anymore. You know, research has shown that we make about 35,000 decisions in a day approximately. And, and with these decisions, a lot of them are very unconscious, you know, like, what are you going to eat for breakfast and having a shower and brushing your teeth and, you know, like getting out of bed, like little things like that. But what research has also shown that some of, a lot of our decisions are usually um, driven by our need or our desire to avoid conflict, especially our conscious decisions. And I remember reading a story about Oprah a while ago. Was it an interview? I don't even remember. And she was basically talking about how saying no never came naturally to her and she always felt like she would be seen as a bad person if she said no but once she actually said no to someone that she really admired and her world didn't crumble um then that sort of like empowered her in a way and it taught her to move intentionally and I feel like that's really important for us all to do when it comes to not only how we navigate the world, but also how we set our boundaries. We need to be more intentional. We need to know why we're doing what we're doing, not just doing it from a place of fear or anxiety or worry, but from a place of conviction, self-love and empowerment. And one of the last things that I've I've been thinking about quite a bit is burnout. Beautiful people, if we don't set these boundaries, if we don't prioritize ourselves in our lives or prioritize our mental health our well-being we end up burnt out lord have mercy i've definitely been there and i always say i ain't going back and i'm pretty sure for the past couple months i've been teetering on the line of it but i mean at some point it's also about self-awareness and because i've experienced it before i know where my end point is so as busy as i am right now and i know that you know we stressed um i also know that um i also know when to retreat and give myself some space to breathe so this coming weekend is definitely going to be me breathing because this week is making me want to go britney spears 2007 and a lot of people don't actually realize how serious burnout is um and there's this book and it's by the World Health Organization, and it's managed by them, and it's regularly updated, and they're currently on their 11th revision, and it's called the International Classification of Diseases, the ICD, and in ICD-11, the 11th revision, burnout was listed as um, an occupational phenomenon, so it's not a medical condition, but more a work-related stress, and in it, it is defined as the follows. Burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed and it is characterized by three dimensions. Okay, now we're going to do a bit of a checklist people and see how many of us are actually burnt out, right? So number one, <laughs> feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Number two, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job. And finally, number three, reduced professional efficacy. Now, out of those, how did we do, guys? Any one of us burnt out? And I know it's not funny, but it is kind of funny because like, we all know that we're stressed out and yet 
many of us are not doing anything to lessen that in our lives because we're overwhelmed, you know? Now, it does go on to explain that burnout specifically refers to phenomena in occupational contexts, such as work, and should not be applied to describe experiences in other areas of life. I know that we're going to follow this professional advice, but at the same time, I do feel like different parts of our lives can definitely exacerbate work-related stresses. And there isn't really an easy formula, a blueprint on how to recover. There isn't a 10-step system. It's very specific to each person. It's very specific to the degree of burnout that people are going through. But there are certain things that have helped me in the past, and maybe they can also help you, even if you're not burnt out, but just to manage your stress and things of that nature. The first one is psychological detachment. So something that I try to do during the weekends, it hasn't been possible recently because of research that's ongoing at work, um, but spending time not thinking about work, like if it hits five o'clock, six o'clock in the evening, being like, I'm out, like mentally checking out from work. The second one is relaxation, whether you're taking a walk or you're listening to music or you're reading a book or you're just like, you're just like lying about like a sloth. You see, like me, just being a sloth and listening to music, mm. that combination, golden for me. I know that, right? Mastery. And this is sort of like seeking out opportunities to do things that are unrelated to work. So playing sports. I know some friends that play instruments really well. And so them going to play the piano for a while and practicing that is a form of disconnection and mastery. Um, learning languages, just doing things that are stimulating for your mind, um, but are not work-related. And then the fourth one is control, um, choosing how you spend your time and doing things the way that you want to do with them. I think that a lot of the times, yes, things do get stressful, but I feel like it snowballs and it unravels when we feel like we don't have control of the situation. And as I'm saying this, I'm realizing something about this week and why I've been so agitated. And it's because I haven't had control. I've just had people dump things on me that had to get done anyways, but it's like, it felt like I didn't have any agency. Wow, this is a first. <laughs> you guys are discovering this with me. Um, okay, okay, yeah, having control is a really, really important thing. Um, because otherwise you just feel like you're being bombarded from everywhere and being tugged and pulled and pushed in different directions. And it's one thing to know that you're busy, know that you're stressed, know that there's a lot to do and it be your decision versus it being everyone else deciding for you. So guys, I mean, it's it's not anything novel that we should be taking care of ourselves, but sometimes um, life does get ahead of us and it feels like we're not steering the ship, but everything outside of us is. And there are two things that I think everyone should really hone in on. And the first one being, what are your values? And really taking the time to know yourself well enough to be able to understand this part of you. And the second one is ensuring that 
your decisions and how you go about your life is 100% your decision. I understand wanting to please people, um, to avoid conflicts with people that you care about, etc. However, to live a life that you feel comfortable with, that you are mentally at peace with, you really need to ensure that you own your decisions so that there really isn't that resentment that other people made you do something. As an adult, it's it's really on you to shape the life that you want for yourself. You know, um, I think that when we're younger, um, we can get away with being like, oh yeah, you know, my family and my parents and the world around me. Um, but we need, really need to be able to stand tall in who we are and what we want and what we believe. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode um, and getting into what's been on my mind lately. And next week, we actually have the last guest for the season. It's someone that I'm very excited about. Uh, we actually recorded the episode, but we'll be re-recording a new episode for you guys um, just because so many things have been happening in her life, you know, um, that we needed a bit of an update. So until next week, have a good one, guys. Bye.